And good evening, everybody. My name is Ken Ball Kelly. It's uh, we are CBKRadioLand.com. It's Thursday night, uh, 8:15. Right, we're actually starting on time for once in our life. And today's Thanksgiving Day, everybody. So happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at CBKRadioLand.com. I have the gang here: Texas Twister, AM Radio, uh, Kevin Connolly's here, and Captain Radio and Blue Rose 13 is here as well. It's our second annual Thanksgiving Day show. I got to remember what show it is because I forget it's Christmas time or it's Halloween time <laughs> how you guys doing tonight everybody uh oh i do fall oh yeah stuffed but uh glad to be here very nice <laughs> oh, obviously these guys have been uh doing I'm something the radio wake up wake up wake up oh yeah what, what? oh oh hi talking to obviously these guys have been eating a lot all day so so let's get into it let's get into the preparation time let's get into cooking let's get into thanksgiving let's get into fun facts and trivia and then blue rose is going to do our jokes of the of the hour as well here at cbkradioland.com well let's just i'll start with what i ate today you know of course with my my recent diet over the year i mean i'm still i'm still eating turkey love turkey one of my favorite foods so that's it that's in my diet as well. So protein is there. I love the cauliflower. I love the smashed cauliflower. I love that now. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, yes, we have the potatoes too, because we have a bunch of people here. All the family comes down, you know, from all, all sorts of, of areas here from, uh, the Salt Lake area. And, uh, we just have a great party. We have a good time. You know, we're, we're very thankful for where we are today. So what, what's on your table there, Captain Radio? <laughs> this year. Oh, this year? Well, we have turkey and dumplings this year. Actually, it might be uh, something you serve during the meal, or you might serve it to use leftovers on it. Some people say that that's a good idea, but we actually have dumplings in a turkey stock, right, right. and we have a pot pie filling on top of it, and oh, that was so good. It also gives you a chance to use some of the vegetables that you weren't able to fit into some of the other uh, items that you're using. So it was just really delicious. Very down home. Uh, very delicious. And so I'm assuming, you know, your friends and family pop on in and uh, they're at the Captain Radio place and like, hey, let's uh, eat some turkey, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we go across the street to the in-laws and man, the mob is there. And so yeah, you, it's, you eat fast or you go hungry. And it's funny because some people will do the family thing at one place and then or you might grill the turkey somewhere else or f- deep fry it or bake it or whatever you do. And then they, they go to maybe the grandparents' house or the aunts and uncles' house down the road or maybe a state away. And then you go and have dessert. (laughs) Maybe twice, right, Texas Twister? (laughs) I would have dessert three times if I could. Goodness gracious. CBK has got to stay away from the dessert, man. I mean, Halloween just uh-uh. came, and and I I have I've had, I I think I had three whoppers. That's all I had. So uh, no candy <laughs> for this guy. Last year we talked about my favorite blackberry pie recipe, and we are gonna uh, get some of these recipes. Uh, the 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 duck thing too that Captain Radio did as well last year. We will repost these on the website, the CBK Radio Land Facebook page, and and that kind of thing. So if you want these recipes, or if you want to give us recipes, you know it's always cool to try something new right kevin Connolly. he is uh we kevin Connolly and i were on the ship together and we cooked so he is a formal traditional cook so kevin Connolly, give us some deep dark secrets of cooking uh the best thanksgiving turkey dinner you've ever tasted i think you're not giving us the best uh you know uh, the best introduction there because we weren't just cooks we were cooks for the captain and the department heads. All the officers require, you know, a little coddling there. So they need the best quality food. Am I right? Yes. And we never wore our, our Navy dungarees. We, I always wore the, the, I had the black pants and the, and the blue, was it a blue shirt? I think it was a blue shirt, right? Yeah, a polo style shirt. Yeah, polo, yeah. So we weren't natural. We didn't look like Navy guys. We weren't working on the, the flight deck where all the, the helicopters were up there and planes. So, and we had it easy. Yes, we did work for the, I cooked for the captain myself. That was my job at some point. Yes, we had a key to the liquor locker, right? Yes, yes, I did. And we had a key to the cannonball. Remember that? <laughs> anyway, no, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, we, we do have to step it up a little bit for the, the admin and, and those uh, officers as well. So we were lucky in that form. We did not cook uh, food for the main galley, the 100,000 people that were on the ship. We, we took it a little bit less than that, right? Yeah. Well, you know, as far as this Thanksgiving goes, I think, uh, you know, I just did uh, recently did a a feed at work. And one of the one of the things that everybody loves that I take kind of every year at Thanksgiving to work is uh, the crab stuffed mushrooms. 
Uh, you know, they're mixed with, you know, you mix the crab with panko crumbs and some chopped scallions and uh, green onions and some cream cheese. You stuff them in sauteed mushrooms, caps that have been sauteed in butter, and you just completely cover those in some Alfredo sauce. And gosh, everybody loves those. Oh, yeah. Those sound great, huh, Texas Whister? Oh, right about now. Maybe Whoa. not. Maybe not. <laughs> cover anything in gravy. You got me. Everything in gravy. So do you do the appetizers as well? Sorry to interrupt you, uh, Blue Rose. I heard you there. Do you guys do appetizers before, or is that just kind of depend on the setting and the people and the population that you're feeding, that kind of thing? What do you guys do? Appetizers at our house is when people turn their back in a kitchen, snitching happens. <laughs> so we do kitchen snitching and we get chased out. Kitchen snitching. And, that is- and then mama's <laughs> like, this is mama's house. You out of here. Come on. You know? I've got my first trivia thing here that sort of fits into this. Here's here's the question. True or false? Was turkey part of the original Thanksgiving feast? Oh, True or false? We're going back to the, the good old days when... Uh, yeah, people, we're going back to 1621. When uh, people were wearing those that weird was a good hats. Year. Those weird hats, right? And the Indians were had no shirts on in the middle of winter. Right. Right? Malta Verde was at the top of the charts. <laughs> Malta Verde. Yeah, let's get that song. Didn't they, didn't they expect the, the uh, turkey to be the national bird at one point? I think, so, yes. Maybe they didn't want to... I was going to say that was that was Ben Franklin's idea, and, I was and everybody say, no, they very politely for yeah. They did no, false. they did not have turkey. I was going to say yes. What about the rest of you guys? Ding 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 ding. I was going to okay. say that. Okay, I was going to say so. Okay, what it was, was false? The, okay, so however, was, I, I bet it was pheasant. Uh, or something, there's right? no definitive truth proof that they did, but they did indulge in other interesting foods. Get this, like lobster, seal, and swan. What the crazy? They ate swan for you know. Maybe that's how the turkey got mixed in. Somebody had a muddy swan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's good. Thank you, Mike. Yes, Daddy. Yes. Oh, do you have a riddle for us? What costume did the little turkey wear every Halloween? <laughs> I don't know. What was it? He was always a goblin. Oh. 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 Always a goblin. Moving on. Oh, there's one more Halloween themed one. Halloween. She's trying to. She's trying to bridge. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Segway. Segway. (laughs) Segway. So easy into Thanksgiving. We just left Halloween. Yeah. Exactly. Here's the other one. What did the vampire say to the turkey? I don't know what. Happy Thanksgiving. I would have expected something to do with that long neck. Yes, yes. The turkey All right, neck. Carry, the turkey neck. carry on, cooks. The turkey neck. The turkey neck. Cool. Very cool stuff. Okay, so uh, appetizers. Like I said, if you're going to do an appetizer, is that going to spoil the main meal? What do you think? Yes or no? No. I think you got to have it because everybody's hungry. They're waiting for the food, but they need to the snack. Right. You so, start the appetizer, right. say, about 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, now, wait a minute. If you're professional turkey Thanksgiving eaters like at my place... You skip food for maybe the dinner the night before and for breakfast, and you make room for everything. Definitely. So no Malto meal this morning, right? None of that for you guys? Maybe one little thin half slice of toast that you share with the other half with someone else. But you get ready. You're like athletes you have to get ready for this big turkey marathon yeah i i agree i do i think you're right that's uh really interesting that you said that captain radio good good thoughts really good thoughts definitely here at cbkradioland.com it's our halloween show if you guys are just tuning in sorry halloween it's our thanksgiving show if you guys are just tuning in thank you so much for listening what are you guys laughing I think for the, uh, the goblins hit us already right <laughs> yeah yeah the joke threw you off i think yeah okay edit restart it's our Thanksgiving show here, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening to CBKRadioLand.com. Cannonball's here, the gang. We're all rapping about uh, Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving as well uh, with you and yours and your families and all that good stuff. So Texas Twister, tradition stuff for Thanksgiving. Um, I know we probably talked about this last year, but give us uh, give us something you did as a, as a cakey, as a small child. Something that really brought out Thanksgiving to you. What what would that be? Uh, Besides the dinner. Do you realize how long ago that was I was a small child? 
child. <laughs> well, isn't child isn't isn't when isn't when you're a child? Isn't it great? Thanks. All oh, the holidays are great. Christmas is coming, right? You're getting oh, excited. Thanksgiving was wonderful. It's, uh, the whole thing is that you have to wait, though. You know, when you're a little yes. kid, you're you're starving to death. Like Captain Radio said a while ago, you know, you do without to eat, so you have a big meal, and you're sitting there waiting and waiting. It seems like when you're a kid, it's forever. forever. And the grown-ups are in there yakking and talking and having a fun, and and you're just sitting there going, "Why? I want to eat." Uh. I want my mashed potatoes. Gosh, Texas Western just brought me back to my childhood days. I remember the exact same thing. Just like going, man, turkey takes too long to make. And, then, you know, my mom was in the kitchen. And I'm like, come on, let's go. When's dinner time? Usually we'd eat early. Uh, gosh, did, did everybody have to sit at the kids' table? Because we definitely yes. had yes. hard table. Yes. yes, we had. I had uh, to I hated that. I hated it. And when we had all the cousins and, and, and other goblin keep kids uh, running around, yeah, we had to stick around with, you sit at the kids' table, so. Honey, and the adults will sit here. We're like, really? Yeah, we don't don't play play my grandmother didn't cook the turkey. <laughs> we don't really have a kids' table at our Thanksgiving. I should probably mention it. Yeah, I was wondering, are, are we in the middle of the uh, Thanksgiving turkey trauma section of the broadcast? We're <laughs> talking about all the traumatizing things. Even yeah. Poor Twister, she's got scars. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then to think that my grandmother might have made the turkey, she could she could burn water. <laughs> I bless her heart. She did What's her phone number? <laughs> What's her email? That's crazy. My grandmother at h e a b e n dot com. She was cooking green beans one time in a in a pressure cooker, and we stayed out of the cabinet for a month after she after it blew up. She had green beans. Green beans. I was going to ask that. I was going to ask And that, that was the first time in American history that they banned pressure cookers. That is on. I've always wondered about that. Have you ever wondered yeah, about that? They called it the Great San Angelo Green Beaning. <laughs> they were coming out. Some, they were coming out the chimneys, everybody. Beans everywhere. I'm telling you, it was it was scary too because we lived upstairs and we heard this kaboom and we went running downstairs to see what had happened and my grandmother was in the kitchen. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! The green beans blew up. They blew up. Was probably alive because <laughs> the there wasn't enough left for a dentist to identify. <laughs> Happy Thanks from CBKRadioLand.com. Being a little more serious, one thing about Thanksgiving is that, um, maybe Easter. It's when you get to see people you don't get to see the rest of the year. So that was something that was a tradition with us. And another thing is, and Twister should remember this, it was usually always so warm after lunch in order to try to do confession or whatever for Thanksgiving. We would go out and walk. We just, several of us would get together and we'd just go out and walk in short sleeves. I mean, up here where I live now, we don't do that. But, yeah, uh, no. no there might be snow. Down in Texas, I can even remember Christmases when we do that but uh, people come in from out of town we'd see people we hadn't seen forever so long and uh, catch up with them and go for walks afterwards out in bright sunshine usually yeah I, I know it's very warm in the Texas where you guys are from and uh, in New York it's different Salt Lake is freaking freezing here you know I remember we've usually playing uh, football with the boys out here in the middle of the of with the frozen turkey as the football just so you know. there you go because it's so and freaking whoever cold gets, whoever catches the football doesn't compete at the table <laughs> yeah they have to go to the emergency room because they got to be they broke their jaw you know what i'm saying and the doctor can't find out what happened because they won't tell it's too embarrassing yes exactly i got hit in the face by a turkey <laughs> yes. So uh, that's one difference. Grandma got run over by a turkey. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Well, anyway, we are talking about Thanksgiving stuff and traditional things. And when did Thanksgiving start, Captain Radio? Do you remember the first day? <laughs> Do you remember the first day? I mentioned it in my trivia question, incidentally. It was 1621, I believe. But you segued really good there. Um, thank you. Thank you. Sarah Josepha Hale. 
uh, trivia here. She was one that convinced President Abraham Lincoln to officially declare Thanksgiving a national holiday in 1863. Wow. Now, here's the trivia question. What extremely popular Mother Goose nursery rhyme song did she write? Ooh, good question. Sarah, Mary had a little lamb, little oh, lamb, little lamb. Oh, no, maybe in the UK they have that. One for, one, for, one for the twister. She wrote uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb and also convinced Abraham Lincoln to declare in 1863 the first Thanksgiving. Wow. Way to go, Abe. Good job, dude. We love the Abe around here. I'll tell you. First of Mary Had a Little Lamb, that wasn't the original version. The original version was Mary Had a Little Lamb, so let's have some turkey, too. And that's how I kind of got started. Oh, I didn't realize there was a connection between them. So wait a minute. I'm the trivia guy. Not, I just made that up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet. Well, what else would you expect from a twister? Well, from the... I was going to say, that's that's from the UK. The UK guys, they eat the lamb chops and that stuff, I think. Don't they for that? I'm still trying to get... I'm trying to convince uh, Blue Rose that she's got Kelty Blair. And I say, let's have some haggis. And she goes, uh, uh-uh. I'm a vegetarian, remember? I don't do haggis. Oh, or that presents meat. a little bit of a problem. But... Eaters don't do haggis. Don't worry about it, Blue Rose. <laughs> <laughs> haggis is Turkeys, by the way. Vegetarians uh, can eat turkeys because any animal that turns its head to the sky and drowns in rainwater can't be considered animal. It has to be considered vegetable. Okay, so let's go there. Let's go there right now. Vegetarian Thanksgiving dinners for Blue Rose specifically. So do you have a lot more? You obviously have the turkey, of course, or the duck like you did last year. So what do you do? But to put some more vegetarian vegetables out there for Blue Rose or Blue Rose? We actually put out a tofu turkey thing. Oh, that's right. From Tofurky? Yes. They they actually make it up as a rounded roast. Sometimes you can find duck or turkey in those round roasts and take them home and heat them for dinner. Okay. Well, we actually get the Tofurky and it's stuffed with uh, brown rice and it's very delicious. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. If you have uh, people with dietary issues and that, it's probably a good thing that you should put out all the time because uh, then people who need an alternative or would like one can can have it and they're not going to suffer. It tastes really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should try it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know you mentioned it last year and I have not taken the time to do that, but I want to now. Not that I'm... Yeah, I'm not that cannibal, I'm, it might be something that you you both enjoy and be good for you. I Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it next time or maybe I'll do it just in the near future. Maybe for Christmas. Who knows? I will get to that in my point and I will get back to you how I think it's so great. <laughs> I think it only comes out around Thanksgiving time. Uh, I see it in the store uh, at other times of the year because people who are vegetarians want to have dishes like that. I think you can find it more often than that. But anyway, it is out there at Thanksgiving, just like eggnog should be on the shelves all year long. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to leave the show right now. I'm going to go to the store before... I'll let you guys take, I'll let you guys do the gobble gobbly gobble gobble. You didn't eat enough at dinner. You gotta go get a go yeah, turkey. Yeah, go get a, get another freaking turkey, man. <laughs> what do you What do you got there? Don't want to eat a turkey and an hour later you're hungry. Okay, I've got two more jokes for you guys. All right, let's hear. Them. What's the favorite day of a turkey to celebrate? Turkey day, of course. It ain't Thanksgiving, no way. No, no. <laughs> no. Any other guesses? The day after Thanksgiving. Which would be the first day they'd have a chance to celebrate. Oh, yeah, if they're still alive. If they they made it, correct. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Here's the second. Here's the second. What did the turkey say when the pilgrim passed the potatoes? Mm. (laughs) I don't know. What did he say? No, thanks. I'm stuck. Blue Rose loves that. Good job, man. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking that that campaign that Chick Fil A has. Maybe turkeys could do that with tofurkey. You know, oh, I have tofurkeys out there with little legs and that on them, and say, "Eat more tofurkey." And- okay, I, I got a question for Cook in in the house, Kevin Connolly. Talking about stuffing turkeys, what? I mean, I know there's good and bad, and wrong and right, and don't do it and do it, and because of the eternal temperature and all that thing. Internal? Did I say eternal? Internal temperature of the bird. Do you stuff your turkey and cook it with stuffing, Kevin Connolly, or would you recommend that? I do not, and yeah. and it is for that reason. It right. is for that reason because 
But, it, you know, as long as I know lots of people who do, and you shouldn't have a problem as long as you monitor that internal temperature, you know, sure. get a really long meat thermometer, which I do. My meat thermometer, it's like a 10 inch, you know, skewer that you stick all the way in that sucker. But uh, yeah, no, I don't stuff it. What I do is I put a couple of uh, onions in it, uh, you know, something for flavor, some garlic cloves I put in the center of that. I always use a bag for uh, baking it in because it keeps those juices in there and keeps it nice and moist. So I would definitely recommend a, a, a baking bag. Sure. Just some savory items to stuff in there and that you can remove later on. That's, and then, that's and, then, and, then I, and then make the stuffing on the side in the pan or whatever, right? Or, or right. And of course, use all your, your excellent, you know, giblets and neck and everything that comes with the turkey. Right. You need the, the flavor, the juices, stuff. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. In that's fact, my, no, I said that's my recommendation. Okay, cool. I, I think we've broasted ours before. Broasted. There's a word for you. Broasted. Oh. And, and that's pretty good, too. Um, usually I've baked it. I have used the bag. And it is juicy. It's really cool. I was yeah. just, just mentioning to Jen too that yeah, I think that's a that's a good choice uh, if you want a really moist bird. If that's the way you want it, I mean, I would recommend the bag as well. And it doesn't burn, Captain Radio. That's amazing. You put a plastic bag in, it doesn't burn. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That's and uh, when I do the duck. Uh, that's what I do. I, I close the duck in so that the moisture will stay in yes, with it, and, and duck, it, that always makes it better. Duck traditionally is a I little is letting a little, it rest very important too. Yeah. Well, and it, the thing about it too is you don't cook it the whole time that way. What you do is you cook it in uh, the bag, and then you open the bag up, and then give it time to brown. Yeah, you got to brown. It, You're right. Mm-hmm. You are right. Yeah, you have to allow browning time. Now, in my opinion, I'm not a big duck guy, but I know it's a lot drier. Is that correct, Captain Radio? Would you say that? Then possibly, possibly a little bit more uh I, you have to think of the dark meat because uh, duck meat is more like dark turkey meat to oh, me okay it's more like that than than the breasts and that but uh it also it depends on how you cook it too if you're not uh taking care to make sure it stays moist in that while it's cooking yeah it can be very dry when you get done absolutely texas twister what what's your favorite part about cooking the turkey or any other part of the meal what uh, what do you like about cooking turkey dinner i don't like cooking it up <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Wrong word there. I, I got roped I, into I, it. A lot of, you use the L word. I got roped into being the cook you know, for several years. When mm-hmm. Our girls came over mm-hmm. and then my mother and sisters came over. And Actually, I kind of got into it. Uh, we did mashed potatoes. We had sweet potatoes. We had green beans. We had... Yeah, we know. Um, they blew up. We know. They something for everybody. We, we didn't blow up the green beans. Oh. My, that was grandmother. Oof, that was a close we, one. Close. I, I cooked the turkey just, you know, according to uh, an old recipe you take it in there and put it in under there for about 400 degrees for about half an hour to get it brown and then you cook it on low and slow you know for about 15 to 20 minutes a pound right and And it it, it came out great it came out moist and tasty and you know I didn't do that this year because we uh, different family members went different places so it was kind of a weird thing today we had all an all-women Thanksgiving Oh, wow. All Women Thanksgiving. They do that here? Wow. It was my mother, my sister, uh, my other sister, me, and my oldest daughter. Wow. We had three widows, a divorcee, and I ain't getting married no how. Oh. (laughs) That sounds like a merry crew to me, a very merry crew. I was going to say. Oh, it was. Did you invite the Amazons? Yeah. No, they were the Amazons. (laughs) (laughs) They were already present. That's right. Did you invite the Huntresses of Artemis? You've never seen my my mother. She's ninety four, and she'll just whip your butt. Woo! <laughs> oh, somebody just sneezed. So somebody turned the eye screen wipers on. Wipe, 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 wipe that off. Oh. Wipe that. Wipe that yeah, off the radio. Wipe wipe, we don't want that on the I'm radio. Feet, five feet tall, and she's still got it. Wow, awesome. Yeah, definitely the grandmothers, the mothers, I think were definitely the, the best cooks around when I when I remember as far as that. You know, my mom was definitely into it. Uh, she got into the, the full Christmas China and more, I guess, Thanksgiving China, maybe you would call it. I don't know, because we did the same you thing know, for, formal, for Christmas huh? too, right? Very formal, napkins and, yeah. and, and the whole thing, man. I mean, that's the way it was. Of course, she's not here now. And now Cannonball uses a paper plate, just so you know. Mom, don't get mad. It's okay. But you uh, can still use the, uh, the nice paper plate, no, you know, I, the, the more expensive. 
get your paper plates. I'm just joking. I we I mean when you <laughs> when you have a lot of people, it's I, who wants to wash freaking thirty dishes, thirty nice china dishes. You know, I've done that before, and that's not fun, much fun. No, <laughs> no. And I was I'd be the, the the boy or the kid that had to wash the dishes after all the freaking uh, dirty dishes, pans and pots, and you name it. That was my gig. Yeah, there's nothing like going back into the kitchen and seeing that giant mess. Oh, after, what the heck? After you've been at the table with all the good food and everything, and you go back in the kitchen, it's like oh. Yes, and it's hard to it's hard to uh, <laughs> we were talking about appetizers earlier. It's hard to uh, to skip the rolls, man. You got to have the the bread, right? Oh, oh bread! Oh. Oh, yeah. Of course, I don't eat it, so I don't I don't eat. It. It's not in my system to want it anymore. You know, I see them. Yes, they were there, of course, today for our dinner. But I, you know, I don't eat it. I just that's just, good. That's just, good for you. My uh, great grandmother. I ate enough do, for you. Uh, Oh, thank you, thank my, you. My great grandmother would always make the yeast rising rolls, and man, yeah, that's what we have. Smelled from the kitchen, and yeah. you just want to go in there and distract her really bad. Yeah, you can eat those things up, man. A whole tray full, you know. A whole one... tray, yeah. Here's my tray. Where's yours? <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I used to do with pecan pie too. Down in Texas, pecan pie was the thing. I think doesn't somebody have a recipe they're turning in today? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to put a recipe out. It's for the southern pecan pie. Now I know a lot of people say pecan. But in Texas, we say pecan. 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 Yeah. Well, it's interesting. When I moved up here to New York, uh, pecan pies and mincemeat pies, you don't see them very much up here. I hate that. sick, man. (laughs) I can't eat. My dad, he still loves the mincemeat. I don't know what it is. East Coast thing or something. I don't know, man. I like mincemeat pie. No, it's too much meat in there. Oh, see, that's the thing. I hear you, Kelly. Oh, well. to some people is the fruit, you know, the raisins and all that. And then to yeah, some people is the original the meat, which is meat. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I'm talking about the fruit. The fruit ones are really good. Yeah. The fruit kind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. Wishing you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving from CBKRadioLand.com. We're uh, talking about uh, Thanksgiving Day. Hopefully you guys had a great Thanksgiving with you and your families. And uh, it's a time to kind of get together, play games, or, uh, I don't know, eat dinner. and just Watch football. Watch football, of course, right? And so that's... Eat, watch football, play games, watch football, visit with the family, watch football. <laughs> or watch the Oh, that's perfect. That's what you do when you're in the kitchen pre- preparing is you watch Macy's Parade. Yes, I was going to say. Might be, might be slim this year, though. They've downsized a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. The, the balloons are getting weirder and weirder as the years progress here, you know? All right, I've oh, got a tricky uh, question for you. Which balloon has been in more times than any other balloon? Snoopy. Well, Snoopy. You got it. <laughs> Sweet. All right, I have another true and false for you. Wow. Were there balloons in the first... Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No. No. All right. There were clowns. What clowns. did they use that was even more uh, interesting? Sticks. I think it was big, big sticks with a big fat thing on the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They used animals from the Central Park Zoo in the first uh, Macy's Parade in 1924. Flowers in their neck or something like that. And oh, my. Tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> Anyone use... Tigers and bears. They used animals from the zoo, Central Park Zoo, for the first one, and later on the balloons. In 1927, they started the balloons, and somebody who did the illustrations for Good Housekeeping magazine and also had a passion for puppetry helped create those balloons. Those balloons were a lot different. They were more mobile, and they, they looked like big animals moving like big animals rather than just big floating images. Turkey joke time. <laughs> what do you got for us? Okay, I've got three this time. What movie do little turkeys like to watch? Mm. Don't know, don't know. The Gizzard of Oz. Oh, sweet. Oh. <laughs> quickly, the other two, quickly. <laughs> okay, why is it safe for turkeys to do math? Mm. Don't know that either. If they add three and five, they get eight. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. And here's the third. What oh, happened when Fairy Godmother waved her wand at the turkey? Oh, 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 o
Nope. Any more guesses? Nope. None. Eric said you are the most likely to be eaten today. She granted her wishbone. Oh. 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 <laughs> about how many turkeys were eaten today? 46 million. Yeah. I am. How are you getting these sexist twister? I looked up the same kind of stuff as he did. <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's the end of the, that's the, end of the trivia, I think, except, all right, all right, now, don't mess me up on this one, all right? Wow. You won't believe what was invented as a result of a, a mistake in 1953. In 1953, a Swanson, you know the, the TV dinners and that? Yes. A yeah, yeah. boy accidentally ordered a colossal shipment of Thanksgiving turkeys, 260 tons to be exact. To get rid of them all, salesman Gary Thomas came up with the idea of filling 5,000 aluminum trays with turkey, along with cornbread dressing, gravy, peas, and sweet potatoes. They were sold for 98 cents and were such a hit that guess what came out of them? Swanson TV dinners. dinners. TV dinners were invented as a result of Hence, hence we got the TV trays and we got to watch TV in front of the uh, the TV, right? That's right. That's right. So, all right. Carry on. That brings back a memory. I get getting TV trays set up and having dinner watching the TV. That was like, whoa, crazy awesome. You know? <laughs> and that they were metal and weird, those things. The old, the, 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 the one of those first made, ones made. Goodness. Crazy. Yeah, but you, you don't do them during sporting events because all of a sudden you say, yeah, got them. <laughs> Popcorn and gravy and carrots all over the floor. <laughs> Along with the green beans on the ceiling. We'll never forget that. But that's something we'll have to bring up every time. Well, at least my pepper beans don't do that. No, no. Actually, Blue Rose has become very competent in doing pressure cooking. So, Thank goodness anyway. pressure cookers have improved a little bit since 1950-something. Well, I was going to say, those things were able to blow up a house, too, I think. They were scary. Yeah, they were scary. Um, I think it blew out one of the windows in the kitchen, too, if I remember right. Because it could have been the green beans. She should have taken them out of the can before she put them in the pressure cooker. That's the first time time I've ever heard of vegetables being turned into shrapnel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was the humanity. That's going to be the running joke from now on Texas Twister's grandmother's house. Oh, it's a river and through the beans. Oh, it's a good thing you didn't put peppercorns in with it. <laughs> well, it was just like didn't, she didn't cook uh, potatoes with whole wow. potatoes. Potatoes bobbed at everybody. Wow. Like little mini grenades. You've got a kin for excitement. You go over to, uh, to uh, Twister's family gatherings for Thanksgiving, it looks like. Oh, I think you told me about an interesting story with food once. Softball-sized dumplings. Yes. That's that's what the recipe is for. Yeah, this, oh. my great grandmother when she when she made them, they were the size of softballs. I mean, like, it, it, well, if if you were a person who didn't eat a whole lot, you'd eat one dumpling, and that would be the end of your turkey meal. <laughs> that's all you could hold. They were so. Yummy. And what happened to its brothers and sisters? No, sister? we're not going to talk about oh. that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, uh, let's well, see. No, I'm I'm curious because uh, I wanted to ask CBK because you know you got a lot of Swedes in your in the family. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes. But I'm curious if there's anything uh, strange or interesting that uh, comes along at your Thanksgiving year. Strange or interesting Swedish stuff? Yeah, and, and something weird, uh, international. You know, I'm just recalling he's talking about the softball sized dumplings, and I could just think of uh, these uh, potato, these German potato dumplings that come every year from. My mother-in-law, whose whose father told her how to make these things, and they're tasty. They're just these giant potato dumplings that are just super thick and stick to your ribs type dumplings. Let me see if I can get more more in here to answer that question for you, okay, Kevin? Hang on. Yes, I have yeah. more more. I have more more with me, and she has some some stunning news to tell you about Thanksgiving Ooh. in Sweden. Are you ready? This is in this is enticing uh, stuff here. So more more, right. say hello, everybody. First of all, hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. So they want to know what is that? What is a Swedish meal that you eat that's so great, right, Kevin Conley? Oh yeah, because I wonder if they bring it to your Thanksgiving. 
Actually, in Sweden, they don't even celebrate Thanksgiving because it is a holiday for the pilgrims that came to America. They are now right. Yeah, you provide. Do the uh, Swedish immigrants, uh, when they celebrate Thanksgiving, do they have any special uh, meals that they bring to the table from the homeland? They just took up the, uh, the stuff that they do here. So it's an American holiday, is what she's saying. They don't do okay. they don't they don't do Thanksgiving in Europe at all. Well, what I'm saying is, do they add to the American holiday uh, any Swedish dishes that usually show up? Or would you eat some fish, maybe? Or no. no. No, we don't, really. They don't. Okay, there's your answer. Because <laughs> the Thanksgiving meal is so good, you know. You know. <laughs> that is true, that is true. Yep, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have a green bean recipe. You might want to try something. <laughs> might want to try. It's blowing up the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll Thanks blow so much, your socks off. <laughs> We gotta let that go. Give it a rest. Uh, yeah. So there's your answer. Uh, the Swedish don't. Oh, so see, I was only I was only drawing from my own experience having those uh, you know German potato uh, dumplings that well, come every year. So I figured that would be incorporated as well into yours. Yeah, I, like and I said, they, I, they eat the turkey and the potato. The potatoes definitely. They eat a lot of potatoes in Sweden, right? So uh, and then a lot of uh, what else do they eat? A lot of fish, Kevin Connolly. A lot of fresh fish around the Sweden. But as far as that's concerned, yeah. that's, as far as the holidays concerned, they. They really don't celebrate but then when they come here yes they've they've taken on those american traditions and they are doing that kind of thing so they'll eat everything you know pretty much so they just adopt what's already in place basically. yes yes and wouldn't it be recommended as an american citizen or a person here and you are coming from a foreign land whether it's sweden or china or germany or whatever well that's what happened with the pilgrims and when they came here right captain radio well, exactly. They, those some of those dishes that they set out with the Native Americans had to be European. So, yeah, particularly yeah, the, particularly the uh, crispy swan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to. They didn't have potatoes, yeah. regular potatoes, because they, we didn't get those until those were in South America at the time. So, um, I'll tell you, they what, had. I guess they had to do the sweet potatoes. We haven't gotten into the desserts yet, and I we're kind of getting close <laughs> on time here. I know Morfar has told me when he was a kid growing up. His favorite sweet treat at the time was a vanilla sauce. Believe believe that. Vanilla sauce. So they would make this like cobbler, this apple cobbler, apple crisp thing. And they make it here today. It's really good. But then they drip this vanilla sauce over the over the cobbler. And it's freaking good. I thought it was great. But when he came to America, his when he discovered ice cream, dun dun dun, what? Huh? He thought that was he thought that was the god's gold or something. You know what I'm saying? So uh he he loves ice cream. Is it Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's, there's your uh, little Swedish tip from uh, uh, Mormor. So thanks for being here. Wishing Wish you and your, your family, family happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving from, from cbkradioland.com. Okay, let's, uh, let's get into dessert time. So we already talked about mince meat pie and we talked pecan. Pecan, right? Pecan, is that what it is? Pecan, yes. Cannonball, definitely. I make my own blackberry pie. Blackberry, raspberry, uh, boysenberry mixed pie. I love doing that. Mm. I love it. It's traditional. Sounds good. It's so, oh, I love it. And I try don't to- get, Don't get it on your clothes. No, it's definitely red. That's right. It'll 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 make you red, purpley yeah, spots it, all over. You remember Thanksgiving well, now, from then on. When you made it this year, do you do a solid uh, top or you do you do a lattice top or how does that work? Uh, I've done both. Uh, both. I'll tell you, I really love the cobbler making too. Kind of just throw it in the in the pan, and you can do that as well. We, yeah, I think that's it's an easy way to do it. Uh, this time, just yeah, normal, uh, normal. I didn't do any lattice this time, but uh, I have in the past. It's kind of kind of clever. It looks cool, you know. Take a picture of it, that kind of thing. But I, I just love my blackberry pies. I don't know what it is about it. They just taste so amazing to me. So that's that's my favorite uh, uh, Thanksgiving dessert. What's your favorite dessert, Captain Radio? Oh, it's like I said, pecan pie with that ice cream on it vanilla okay. ice cream and pecan pie oh 
Nice my grandma sweet. makes a mean cheesecake and my uncle makes a mean ice cream pie. No, not ice cream pie. An Oreo ice cream cake. Yes. Oh, yes, everybody gathers around when he uh, when he opens uh, the iced cooler and gets out his ice cream cake. It's really something. Oh, it's wow. like a piranha <laughs> feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking it's an ice cream, an Oreo ice cream cake frenzy. <clears throat> wow, the sharks, the sharks won't even go near it. <laughs> speaking about ice cream, when I was in New York, because my my mother's family's up from that side of the world, from Syracuse, by the way. I don't know if Captain Radio ever knew that, but anyway. Um, no, that's the first time I heard you talk about it. Yeah, I don't talk about those East Coast peeps too much. Uh, we, they, we, excuse we, me. So I apologize. Uh, <laughs> no, I remember mixing my own ice cream with the handmade ice cream. You remember doing that? You probably know that. I'm sure Texas Twister does too. Uh, mix, oh, yeah. Mixing your own yeah, ice cream. Yeah, sometimes they would have uh, homemade ice cream. If it was really warm, they would have it uh, at Thanksgiving sometimes so that was that's one of my favorite type tasting ice creams i'm not really a big ice cream guy but it does taste good with pie right kevin Conley? <laughs> it goes definitely it yeah goes well uh so what's your favorite did, uh, did your officers on the ship like uh, ice cream with their pie oh, i'm sure they did yep i'm sure every they... time you know what i spent hours and hours perfecting the desserts for these guys we used to get the frozen cheesecakes and the snickers cheesecakes and everything and you know before i got there they used to just throw them out there but i used to you know, do a little drizzle, throw a little whipped cream and some ice cream on there, and they just, you know, exploded. They loved it. What do you think about that, officers? Huh? What do you think about that? Salute. Uh, what's your favorite dessert, Kevin Connolly? What do you like to, to eat for your Thanksgiving dessert? Well, you know what I had tonight, and it's not really, I, you know, I don't really consider dessert, but it's something I absolutely love. And there's a, oh, I gotta think of Richard Nixon because it's the Watergate That's what it's called. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, what is that called with the pistachio and the oh, whipped cream? And, oh. oh, I love that stuff. That's... Gosh, and you kind of eat it with dinner, but it's kind of a dessert because it's sweet. But I like the pistachio flavor and the whipped cream and everything. Did they put the fruit? Did they put fruit in that? Pineapple. Uh, pineapple. pineapple yeah. yeah. They were thinking of Waldorf salad, and that's something we had very frequently. And it so would be Waldorf, served both as a salad, and sometimes people would eat it as their dessert. Yeah, that's the apple and broccoli, right? No, well, they, it may be different recipes for it. I'm thinking of one that was more of a fruity, jelloey thing with pineapples and stuff in it. I think, that, I think people, too. I think people have given different names to, or the same name to different recipes across the years. And is that like a minty? Is it a minty, or it has a bluish type? tint to that uh, particular dessert yes. thing kevin no the uh the watergate salad is is completely green because they use green. Okay. Okay. So greenish bluish aqua whatever it's all the same uh... and then there's the then there's the red one there's the red one that's similar which oh. is used uh i think you use a strawberry jello in that one oh which wow is similar. weird Huh. Yeah, we have one like that that we use cranberries and the now they have cranberry jello you can use it, but we'd always use either strawberry or cherry jello and pecans in it and that was yummy. Huh. Interesting. Uh interesting. So we got tons of pies. Uh we got uh whatever that salad is, the Watergate salad. I'd never even heard of that before. Uh I mean no? that, that oh, particular that particular yeah. name, I've never heard of that. I mean, I've I've seen the salad and it looks kind of gross to me actually. So <laughs> I I'll stay I'll Thank say I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass. Do my left pass. Thank you. No, no, no. Very, very interesting. Like I said, that's what we're here for. We're here to kind of get some interesting tips and, and recipes and traditional things that uh, that you you guys do here with the with the CBKRadioLand.com family. So that's kind of what we're doing here. Is there anything we missed or anything, Captain Radio? Is there anything uh, we need to add or we forgot to talk about? What do you think? I would think there's one last thing that might be useful or it might be important to all of us. Uh, what what specific thing this year do each of us give thanks for? What are we thank? What are we thankful right. for? Because Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what Thanksgiving is good, is about. And we we kind of forget about the vets and that when we do July the fourth and Veterans Day and that. Well, let's not let's not forget it's Thanksgiving Day. What are we thankful for? Absolutely. Who wants to start? Anybody? Well, well do, do our families do that? Do you guys do that at Thanksgiving dinner? We have in the past. We don't consistently do it. What do you mean? What, what, what have you done? You said, you, what are you talking about? Well, everybody kind of does the round robin, like, oh, oh I give thanks. Oh, for blah, oh, blah, blah. oh, yeah. What do you give thanks for this year kind of thing? Kind of like as a way of, uh, you know, doing grace or something like that. Sure, sure. Everybody, definitely we bless our food here. You know, we uh, we, we give thanks and we think about the people. And that remind that's making me think of like the homeless people, especially this time of year, holidays or 
are happening. It's colder. It's wintertime, right? Uh, there's a lot of people who are missing family, and for one reason or another, maybe they're in the military, maybe they're they're overseas, whatever, or they've lost their family, or they don't have a family, right? So, yeah, I kind of think myself about those people specifically because I'm here with all this food and all these these great people that, that we love so much. So my thoughts go out to those people who are less fortunate, I think. That's kind of one of the things I've always thought about because I'm not with them. I've never even taken time to volunteer at a, at a homeless shelter. They call it the, the, the road home here in Salt Lake. So, you know, my heart goes out to those folks because they need they need uh, what we need. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly yeah, what I'm saying. One year, uh, our Sunday school group uh, decided to help out uh, there's a little uh, hotel that was just down the street from our church, and they used they used it as a shelter. People would come in to San Angelo and didn't have a place to live, and they would come and be able to stay there. So one year, we just decided to pick up and, and make Thanksgiving dinner for them, and we all contributed something. You know, one person contributed the sweet potatoes and so forth and everything, and we took it down there to them and brought it in there and brought them some paper plates and things like that. And I hadn't realized there was a family there that had three small children that we're not going to have a Thanksgiving. And so they were able to, and, and people came in and we just, you know, brought it in and said, we hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and said a little prayer with them. And, you know, they said, well, thank you very much. We gave my hug if they needed a hug and so forth. And that was probably one of the best Thanksgiving starts to Thanksgiving that I've had. Wow, sweet. I got the goosebumps again and we're not scaring anybody this time. Uh, it's it's just about helping people and giving, giving thanks to people and giving thanks to what we have as a human race. So... Captain Radio, you had something, or do you have something? Although I was just going to say, it's in terms of giving thanks, um, we had to leave Texas under some difficult circumstances and move up here, and that's why we're here. But I never thought that we'd ever be able to have a house again, a, a home that we could call ours, uh, other than renting or, or something like that. And through a very unusual and very fortunate and providential set of circumstances, we are in a home again. And I give immense thanks for that. And I also give a great deal of thanks for having uh, Blue Rose as my daughter. She's just, uh, she's a blessing all in and of herself. And we joke and kid and tease and carry on. But she's the most special thing in, in my life to me. So Way to go. Congratulations. We're grateful to have uh, Blue Rose as part of the program here. You know, because uh, she definitely adds to our to our fun and the the cool, very coolness of family. Like I said, so uh, did we miss anybody? Blue Rose, did she want to say something? Blue Rose, do you want to say anything? Uh, hold on. <laughs> or does she want to say a joke? <laughs> oh, I can offer more jokes if you guys want. No, he's asking. Is there anything? You anything specific about Thanksgiving or giving thanks? Mm, I really can't think of anything. Okay. One last joke for the evening? Sure, let's go. One for the road. One for the road. Okay, why did the turkey stuffing go on strike? Well, this is a really appropriate one for the, for the economy this year. Why did the turkey stuffing go on strike? I have no idea. Do you guys have any guesses? No. Because of, uh, never mind. Go ahead. Because they couldn't get salary? Uh, it wanted a higher salary. Oh, oh I suppose. Oh, 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 got it, man. <laughs> Rock and roll, rock and roll, dudes. At first I was afraid I was an egg. Sorry. At first I was an egg. I was petrified. I kept thinking I'd be lost or I'd get cracked and fried. But you took me to your nest before it was too late and kept me warm. And you helped me incubate <laughs> And now you're back Think you're the boss Think you're the boss And now you're back Think you're the boss Wanna put me on a plate Next to your wife's cranberry sauce I should've, I should've known this day would come I should've known not to relax if I thought for just one second, you, you come in here with that axe. Oh, go now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Ain't chopping my head to the floor. Weren't you the one who prized, who prized this dark meat on my thigh? 
think I'd lay down and die Oh no, not I I will survive Oh, as long as I know how to pet I know I'll stay alive Got my wings so I won't fall Ain't selling me to butterball <laughs> I will survive I will survive Hey Okay, go The show's about to go This is a great promo For Thanksgiving weekend Coming up on CBK Radio Land We've got to go And eat some crazy turkey this is the end. Thank goodness, because it's too much. <laughs> oh, man, it was terrible. Hey, it's CBK. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We uh, had a great time listening to the fine folks there. AM Radio and Brent R were not available to uh, be- join us, but I got them later. So let's add them now, robots. What do you say? Let's do it. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us at CBKRadioLand.com. Hey, happy Thanksgiving from AM Radio and everybody at CBKRadioLand.com. All right, so AM Radio, uh, it's Happy Thanksgiving Day here at CBK Radio Land. What's up, dude? How uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving was good, man. Had a lot of turkey, had a lot of mashed potatoes. Yeah, the two number one items that we uh, we all eat at Thanksgiving time, turkey and mashed potatoes. Right. Of, of course, Cannonball eats mashed cauliflower, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I love the, the smashed cauliflower. It's so great. Anyway, so yeah, we're just kind of wrapping, you know, as everybody's kind of putting in their little two cents of, of what they did and what they had to eat and what their favorite foods are. So what's your what's your fine uh, AM radio's favorite Thanksgiving meal or, or, uh, or food or something you like? It could be anything. Appetizers, the main course, whatever. Wow, I really love pumpkin pie. I like the turkey too. I like mashed potatoes. I, I don't do stuffing. You're not a stuffing guy, huh? No, I'm not. I'm not a stuffing guy. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of anti-stuffing. Uh, you know, Genchilada usually makes the stuffings around here. Cannonball cooks the turkey, of course, right? That's kind of my specialty, I suppose. Everybody loves uh, CBK's turkey here. Definitely not the stuffing. I, I pass on that. And then I think everybody likes to eat yams, too, right, during this time of the year? Yeah, exactly. Like, why? what's what's a yam going to do, huh? Uh, it's going to make you turn yellow, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so what about desserts or anything uh, you, you specifically specifically like if I could talk about desserts from AM Radio's version? What does he like? Ooh, I love, really love pumpkin pie and ice cream together. Oh yes, mixed up and and just no 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 just pumpkin pie and then the ice cream. Oh, separate. Okay. What about the whipped cream? Oh yes, you gotta have the whipped cream on it. You got well, cool whip. We have cool whip. Cool whip. Right. Right. Cool. Cool, very cool. So pumpkin pie is your favorite. Of course, mine's the blackberry pie. We love that, right? Oh, blackberry pie, of course. You make a darn good pie, I've, I've heard. Yes, yes. I think you may have eaten it one time in your life, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, I think you made it for Christmas one year, didn't you? Yeah, probably. I think I do it both times of the, of the season, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we were also giving thanks, AM Radio, to stuff that we were very thankful for, because it's that that time of the month. It's the thankful season here in November. So what is AM Radio thankful for here at CBKRadioLand.com? I'm thankful for you guys just to be be around and uh, hopefully have a good future for CBK. And the family here is awesome with Brenda, Tim, you, Captain Radio, Texas Swister, and Kevin Connolly. So, yeah, I'm very thankful for uh, CBK Rayland. Yeah, well, we're definitely thankful to have you as well here, dude. So I uh, just want to thank you for your input. I know we're kind of busy. We're on different planets. You know, we kind of seem that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're grateful to have AM Radio on the show, and uh, thank you so much for your time, dude. But anyway, thanks again, dude. You rock. Oh, you're all good, CBK, of course. Anytime. Three, two, one. Happy Thanksgiving from our family to yours. Happy Thanksgiving Day from River. Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy, happy Turkey Day. Hey, everybody. This is Brenna from CBK Radio Land. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, so uh, what traditions are you guys into over there, Cannibal? Well, we we definitely are thankful. This is the thankful month. It's November, so we're all thankful for something. I had mentioned something about uh, a, um, the homeless 
people, not necessarily homeless, but people who are maybe not away from their, they are away from their families and that kind of thing. Maybe they're in the military or something. So I'm here and we've just eaten this great dinner and we, mm-hmm. we're thankful for our friends and family because we have people coming all over the, the Salt Lake area, the valley here, coming to have big dinner, big family time. So I'm thankful for the, I think of the people who are less fortunate, who aren't having dinner with their families tonight, this particular Thanksgiving day. That's what I think about. What about you? Well, I mean, traditions. I mean, do you have traditions? Like certain things that you've decided to do and to keep doing every year. That's what I was asking. But it's good to think about others. That's part of what we should do anyway. Yeah, well, I'm thankful uh, CBK gets to do a show. very thankful and I'm thankful for you guys as well especially you since you're kind of new to the the CBK Radio Land family we're always looking for new things and 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 trying out different stuff so this is going to be a tradition here as long as I'm still around and able to do a show we're going to keep doing these Thanksgiving shows the Christmas shows the Halloween shows because it's it's entertaining for me and it's fun and I, I'd like to hear yes. I'd like to hear what you guys have in store and, and what's your favorite food Brenda what do you like to eat well growing up my mom made dinners and she'd never sit down we'd always have to make her i was the youngest yeah of six and i just remember she's been gone for 29 years but i just remember her making the traditional turkey the potatoes and gravy you name it but then my sister-in-law my brother who live in south jordan now they've made dinners for many years and i'd bring something i've usually been the one bringing something but I like to hop around too. There were several years ago where I went two places in one day or three, even a couple last few years, mostly we've just gone out to my brothers. Sometimes my kids come with, but now my son's married. So we kind of all scatter and <laughs> yeah. come together. It's just, you know, it changes, it evolves. No real traditions other than the turkey and many salads and all the food. But hey, for me, I try not to eat too much because that defeats the purpose. I just have a little bit of everything. <laughs> try to eat but not go overboard you know do you like the cranberries Brenard? Do you like no the- i never know why cranberries even came about for me <laughs> i like cranberry juice but just as yeah. a cranberry sauce yeah, on the, a plate yeah, the, the weird sh- the, like- the chunky bubbles or whatever those are I, I don't dig it either yeah i don't eat that and i'm not into yams so much wow. but sound like, much everything sound else like cbk I, i'm very picky eater <laughs> very picky. i'm not picky those are the only two things i could eat everything else you put in front of me. Those just two things that I really, you know, it's not like my favorite. What's a Utah thing for people who are listening not in Utah? What's a what's a Utah tradition or a food that that uh, the, the other people listening don't know about? What would you say to that? Well, I'm not your typical Utah, as they say. Even though I grew up here, a lot of people think I'm from somewhere else. <laughs> not that that's bad or good. Right. It's just a fact. But I do know. There are certain things, items, I'm not a big fan of, but the green jello. Oh, yeah, that's weird to me, too. But I'm not, you know, I can eat it. It's fine. It's just that it's not like, wow, like I make it all the time. But I know that's a big one here. Every state has something. Did you know that? Did you know different states have foods? I think I saw a Facebook poll on whatever foods. And, like, I think, in fact, when it came to Halloween this past uh, month, I think, was it... Was it Skittles? For some reason, I'm thinking Utah loved the Skittles. Or Skittles? Maybe it was another thing. I just remember barely reading something about the whatever favorite candy of this particular state was. It's either Skittles or PB&J. I don't remember. It probably is, but, you know, I do like Skittles myself, but I never knew that one, so maybe I'll <laughs> have to Google it. Hey, we'll have to research that one. Yes, but you are. Uh, you yeah, are, you are, I, you are, I like pie. There's a couple of pies I don't care for. As far as games and just hanging out, I like to go see different people. I may do that this year. Go see a couple of friends. Maybe I'll come and see you, Cannonball. You never know. Oh, that's too kind, too kind. Uh, we'll we... come the next day. <laughs> yeah. No, as we're rolling it's, um, out the door. Yeah, it's just kind of a fun day to just see people, but you can only do so much in one day, right? Absolutely. Like I said, we're, we're definitely thankful for uh, for, t- for our families and for Thanksgiving. And yes, there's tons of traditions, and uh, we will speak about a lot of that this evening as well. Other than that, um, I don't know. I don't know. What, do you have anything else you want to add, real quick, to to the listeners? No, I just enjoy being grateful all the time. I think people, I write down what I'm grateful for in a little book. Sometimes oh, I wow, cool. have to think about a ton of things because I don't write in it every day, so I'll write a lot at once. But yes, it's the day 
quote unquote, or the month for talking about being grateful, but for me, it doesn't mean it's a one and a year thing. Ah, gotcha. So it shouldn't be. No, no, it shouldn't. No, yeah. <laughs> right, but we just talk about it more of that because that's what the holidays about. So hopefully, reminding people to continue to be grateful and show it, not just say it. That's what I want to leave everyone with. And I think that's a great way to end it. I'm hearing you now awesome. for some reason. But yeah, good job. Thank you so much, Brennar. We're, we're grateful to have you here at cbkradioland.com. Thanks uh, for your input. And have a happy Thanksgiving from cbkradioland.com. Yeah, I'm glad to be part of the family. Thank you, everybody out there listening. Have a wonderful holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. At first, I was afraid I was an egg. Sorry. At first, I was an egg. I was petrified. I kept thinking I'd be lost or I'd get cracked and fried. But you took me to your nest before it was too late and kept me warm. And you helped me incubate. And now you're back. Think you're the boss. Think you're the boss. And now you're back. Think you're the boss. Wanna put me on a plate Next to your wife's cranberry sauce I should've I should've known this day would come I should've known not to relax If I thought for just one second You You come in here with that axe Oh Go now go Walk out the door just turn around now Ain't chopping my head to the floor <laughs> Weren't you the one who prized Who prized this dark meat on my thighs Do you think I'd gobble Gobble, gobble Did you think I'd lay down and die Oh no, not I I will survive Oh, as long as I know how to I know I'll stay alive Got my wings so I won't fall Ain't selling me to butterball <laughs> I will survive I will survive Hey Okay, go The show's about to go This is a great promo For Thanksgiving weekend coming up on CBK Radio Land, we've got to go and eat some crazy turkey. Yeah, this is the end. Thank goodness, because it's too much. <laughs> oh, man, it was terrible. Well, uh, well I give thanks for you guys, too. It's been fun uh, doing this show again for the second time. Yeah, I'm grateful. Right back at you. Thanks so much for you guys as well. From Cannonball and my dear heart and Tim Kuda as well. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank everybody for taking part and being a part of the show. It's it's a ton of fun for me. It's definitely a dream come true. Kevin was with me when we kind of started this whole thing, the radio gig thing, back on the ship days. Thank you for leaving the door open, even though, you know, I'm not always there. But thank you so much for that. Well, it's it's grateful to, to do it and be with you guys. You guys all mean so much to me. And, and like I said, it's it's a family here. So we're grateful and we'll have a lot of fun. And we're just trying to be, you know, better at uh, making audio work, right? It's an audio story, whether it's radio or music or audio drama uh, that Captain Radio is involved with as well. Uh, we're just here for, for, you know, to do something, to entertain the public one day. And the good thing about all these shows that we're doing from today and yesterday and, and, and the next days to come in, in the future, uh, this stuff will always be here for the next people when uh, we're all gone beyond. So that's, that's the main reason we do it, and it's so much fun for me. So I'm honored to, to know all of you and talk to you, especially weekly, on the cbkradioland.com show. So with that, my fine friends, I guess we'll say happy. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll give the, the round table a chance to say Thanksgiving to you, and then we'll cut the show at this point. So thanks so much, everybody. I do. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Audio Nuts. Stay Happy safe Thanksgiving. and stay warm. Thank you, everybody, for listening to CBK Radioland.com. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. American Hitless. 
Hey, this is M.G. Kelly from the American Hit List, and it's now time to tune into Cannonball Kelly on CBKRadioLand.com. See if you can tell the difference. Pushing forward the time machine button now. We love Cannonball Kelly. We love Cannonball Kelly on CBKRadioLand.com. This week in Rock and Roll History on CBKRadioLand.com. Hey, it's Thanksgiving Day here at CBKRadioLand.com. We're eating dinner all day, all morning, all night, so check us out here, right? But we got to hit the uh, the Rock and Roll History for today, so uh, let's do it on this day in Rock and Roll History. Let's find out what's going down for November 23. Ready? In 1899, the world's first jukebox, then known as Nickel and the Slot Machine, was installed at San Francisco's Peleus Royal Hotel. It had been created by simply adding a coin slot to an Edison phonograph. The machine had no amplification, and the patrons had to listen to the music using one of four listening tubes. In its first six months of service, the machine earned over $1,000. Whoa. And in 1954, you may not know this, Bob Neal, a 37-year-old disc jockey at WMPS in Memphis, he assumes the manager's role for Elvis Presley, booking him as Elvis Presley, the hillbilly cat. Did you know that? Neal would stay Elvis's manager until March 1956, when he would give way to you-know-who, Mr. Colonel Tom Parker. Crazy. And in 1956, a 19-year-old sheet metal worker named Louis Balint was a arrested after punching Elvis Presley at a hotel bar in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> Bayland was upset that his wife carried a picture of Elvis in her wallet. He was fined $19.60, but ended up going to jail for seven days because he was unable to pay the fine. <laughs> Crazy. And in 1963, while on tour in support of their current Billboard number one hit, I'm Leaving It Up To You, Dale and Grace are in Dallas, Texas, watching President Kennedy's motorcade go by just moments before the historic tragedy. Dun, dun. What? In 19- 1964, Rolling Stones arrive late for BBC radio shows, Top Gear, and Saturday Club, and are banned for a time by the BBC. Okay. In 1967, Rolling Stone magazine quotes San Francisco disc jockey Tom Donahue. Top 40 radio, as we know it today, and have known it for the last 10 years, is dead. And its rotting corpse is stinking up the airwaves. End quote. (laughs) Okay. In 1974, the band Spooky Tooth split up after releasing seven albums since 1968. At various times, the group included Gary Wright, who would have later success with Dreamweaver and Love is Alive. Mick Jones, later with Foreigner. Chris Staten, who went on to work with Joe Cocker. And Harry. McCullough, recruited by Paul McCartney and Wings. The British band never charted in their home country, but gained modest success in the U.S. Also in 74, Billy Swan, a former member of Chris Christopherson's band and writer of Clyde McFadder's Lover Please, great tune, has a U.S. number one single of his own called I Can Help. It went to number six in the U.K. That's a great song, too. We love Billy. Also in 74, Billy Swan, a former member of Chris Christopherson's band and writer of Clyde McFadder's Lover Please, great tune, has a U.S. number one single of his own called I Can Help. It went to number six in the U.K. That's a great song. Too. We love Billy. In 1991, Michael Bolton has Billboard's number one song with a cover of Percy Sledge's 1966 chart topper, When a Man Loves a Woman. It reached number eight in the UK and later won the 1991 Grammy for Best Pop Vocal Performance Male. I love how they say that. In 1994, singer Tommy Boyce committed suicide by shooting himself at his Nashville home. Besides riding Last Train to Clarksville, Valerie, and I'm Not Your Stepping Stone for the Monkees, Boyce and his partner Bobby Hart scored a number eight hit of their own with I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight in 1967. That's another great song. In 2 Grand 2, Otis Redding's widow and his former manager launched a lawsuit against the author of a biography written in 2 Grand 1 about the R&B legend, claiming the book is filled with lies. The lawsuit, filled in Atlanta's Fulton County, sought $15 million in damages and claims the book details rumors about the singer's drug use, extramarital affairs, and divorce, causing harm to the plaintiffs. It also cites rumors that Otis's manager plotted with the mafia to kill Otis by causing the plane to crash in order to claim a $1 million life insurance. What the? In 2 Grand 14, the Gretsch 6120 guitar that John Lennon used to record Paperback Rider in 1966 was put up for auction by the late Beatles' cousin, David Birch, at Le Meridian Hotel in central London. Unfortunately for Birch, the instrument failed to sell. Yikes. And in 2 Grand 15, Cynthia Robinson, vocalist and trumpeter for the Sly and the Family Stone, she went beyond at the age of 69 of cancer. And who's having birthdays today on CBK Radio Land? Let's find out. And this is going to be a quick one here. Just two were born today. In 1939, happy, happy to Betty Everett. She did the Shoop Shoop. Song, happy, happy to her. And in 1954, Bruce Hornsby was born. Wow, and that mandolin rain. Happy, happy from all of us here at CBKRadioLand.com and happy Thanksgiving from all of us here too. Enjoy yours. 
Thanks for listening to This Week in Rock and Roll History on CBKRadioLand.com. We'll be back next week. The Rock and Roll History is brought to you by Cannonball Kelly, produced by Tim Kuda and MIBT Media. This has been a MIBT Media production.